Welcome to the What's Up Downtown podcast. I'm Jenna Sawicki. And I'm Nate Went. For our 10th episode, we are joined here in the studio with Ed Seaman and his son, Mike Seaman, who own Homebrew Shop right in the heart of downtown St. Charles. Welcome to the show today, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? Great. Thank you. Doing quite well. Thank you, Jenna. Good. Awesome. Well, we're really glad glad to have you guys here. Can you tell us just a little bit about yourselves? Um, Mike, maybe we'll start with you. Just some, maybe your family, hobbies, weird, interesting facts or stories you just want us to know, want the the public to know. Um, Sure. Uh, So I grew up in Streamwood. I went to Streamwood High, Um, graduated in 06, kind of decided, you know, I went to ECC, decided, eh, I don't know really what I want to do, um, moved to Arizona for a little bit, uh, came back and kind of fell in love with beer and uh, decided to work with the family business. I started working there in 2009 and I'm currently still there. <laughs> it's not that bad of a family it's business. It's not gotten yet. Right, right. You haven't fired him yet. Like almost a 10-year reunion. Yeah, it's getting close. Um, you know, working with a family business, you're, you're definitely kind of all over the place. You're, you're, you wear many hats. Yeah. You're, like you do a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we've been doing good lately, so that, that's a lot of fun. It's been yeah. fun lately. Yeah, that's, that's, that's great. Yeah, I definitely um, want to know a little bit about like all the, you guys went through a major like build-out recently, so I want to hear a little bit about that. But Ed, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Just, you know, family, hobbies, anything like that. Well, actually, uh, my hobby is my business. I have turned it into a uh, very tasty uh, business Mm -hmm. as well. I started home brewing probably in the mid-90s after going to a bookstore and picking up a used book for a dollar. caught my interest, and I said, I think I can do this. So I started doing some home brewing and um, kept doing it, continued to do it, went to Siebel Institute of Technology for uh, brewery science, Worked as a professional brewer for a couple years before that, and then opened up the home brew shop, which had already been existing in town. Uh, Picked it up from a couple of hobbyists that had full-time jobs, and they really had struggled with letting it go, but uh, are happy to see that uh, the brew shop's where it's at. I'm still friends with those guys. So it was a a good transition uh, from that end of their business and they got on with their lives and we got on with ours and turned it into where we're at today. Yeah, which is a good place. Um, do you guys want to touch a, a little bit about um, your recent kind of build out that you guys went Yeah, through? the construction. Uh, well, <laughs> the construction. <laughs> it also um, became the move and uh, allowed Mike to um, get the house across the street because when he bought the house across the street, I immediately moved the business into his house. Surprise! Yeah. <laughs> it was two days after we moved. How in. was that? Yeah. Like, how was that discussion go down? Was it like, um, I'm just doing this, or was it just understanding? Or well, was it... how would you like your uh, mortgage to be easier to pay? Oh, I'll right. give you some rent money, and we'll, there you go. we'll take it from there. Very so nice. He, yeah. he definitely went in that direction. Did you like like take him to like a steak dinner to like propose this, or was there a PowerPoint no, presentation it, involved? Or it no? was. What do you think? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> kind of bought the house in a way to save the family business. That yeah. Exactly. Was really, what was my it wasn't my wife's first choice. Yeah. Um, but now she loves it. it yeah. Good. She, That's good. she absolutely loves it. Oh, now. great. She likes so. being in downtown. Yeah. 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 We we lived in an apartment before, um, so. Yeah. They lived in the apartment above the brew shop before the renovation. Yeah. And uh, back to the renovation, we've continued with the business. We were on a uh, supply merchandise pickup out in Rockford, 
we were brainstorming names, and the name Broken Bricks came up because of the bricks falling down on the building. That's and perfect. Bricks, spelled B-R-I-X, is another name for the measurement of sugar, and when that sugar breaks down it uh, through fermentation, it becomes alcohol, and if you're using fruit, that's typically wine or malt uh, and hops. There's your beer. Also, for those that want to play in the kingdom, you can make mead with honey. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and that's Nate's favorite drink. Yes. Jenna got me a, a nice bottle for Christmas. So, because yeah. we did like the Christmas exchange with everyone in the office, and I'm like, well, and I didn't my, know that my favorite bri- stuff. I had no idea that uh, bricks, B R I X, was a sugar term. Yeah, you'll find that. Uh, I love ins- learning. You'll find that inscribed on the side of a hydrometer. Uh, a refractometer is a device which measures the amount of sugar through light refraction. Uh, you put a drop in a on a lens and you hold it up to the light and a number appears and that's the percentage of sugar in that uh, substance. That's how we control the alcohol in our wines. Yeah, uh, we just got some science dropped on us here. So thank you for that. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, fermentation is the perfect blend of art and science. Well, really, you guys are like, <laughs> you guys are like scientists. I mean, when you create your 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 different drinks and everything like that. Like you truly are like potion masters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what is, speaking of favorite drinks that you guys create, what is your favorite to create? You guys do wine, you do mead, you do beer. What is your favorite? What's your least favorite? Um, do you, is there any good stories behind that? Yeah. Um, with our license, we can actually only do wine and wine consists of anything made with, um, 51% fruit or honey. Um, we would love to do beer too, but that we're not a brewery, we're a winery. So, um, that's, that's our main focus is to, uh, create some delicious, uh, wines. Um, one of our favorite, um, products that we make is uh, cherry cider. And then we take that cherry cider and we actually put it in a whiskey barrel. So we're trying to do something a little unique, Mm. a little different, um, Sounds delicious. With the cherry cider there, like really yeah. good for the and holidays. And the whiskey barrel doesn't have any whiskey in it because the whiskey maker wants all his product. It's just the aroma and flavor and some of the other uh, elements that come out of the barrel that give the product a unique flavor taste. So it's like because um, I've seen a lot of like a lot of beers have done that, right? Absolutely. They're like they do like ferment them in the the old whiskey barrels, old bourbon yep. barrels. They're, the barrels are empty. They're just pulling out those flavors uh, that like the, the that the aging of the whiskey left behind left behind very cool very cool so ed are you on the same boat like you you so the, the cherry is what you're into now or well i'd like to do all types of fermentation in fact we're uh, going to be working with some local uh, suppliers i have some grapes i juice i received from a uh, vineyard out in sycamore so this we're trying vineyards Thanks, Mike. I didn't, remember, yeah. I didn't remember the name, there but that's go. a good, good one. Give him a shout out. Um, there we go. We'll <laughs> good, tag him on the Good, good uh, fella and his wife that take care of our uh, vineyard out there. He went to UC Davis for uh, viticulture, and so he's very knowledgeable. I think he produces a uh, fine fruit product that's going to work out well uh, for our needs. Also, we're sourcing our apple, apple juice from southwestern Michigan at this mm-hmm. time. We will be looking for some local suppliers if they have the volume that is suited to our needs. Uh, as far as also pulling in other fruits, we will bring in fruit uh, from California and Washington State. Right. It seems like Michigan's like the, the capital of like the fruit world. Like I always feel like whenever people talk about like apples and stuff, like it's always like that like lower 
uh, Michigan Peninsula. Yeah, Michigan's quite good in the uh, fruit producing industry. If you ever drive out there, you'll see a lot of processing plants. And okay. Mm-hmm. So we buy our apples in boxes, from big boxes, not the size, <laughs> size of this table we're sitting in front of, uh, and then bring them over to a processing plant, and they extract the juice, and we'll pick it up and bring it home and create the magic. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so you guys also, so you talked a little, touched a little bit about the, the apartment that's above um, uh, Broken Bricks and the homebrew shop. Um, do you um, do you want to talk a little bit about that, just well, in case there's anyone who might be interested? Oh, they're currently rented. Oh, so. they're all both ah, gone now. Okay. Oh, so never mind. We're, we're Take there. it away. <laughs> they're, 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 awesome. they're very nice. They're, they're gorgeous. Um, the, we, we put some nice features into the apartment, moderate, modernize them. Uh, one of the nice things about the modernization of the apartment is the sound absorption quality in the uh, building that we added because we are on Main Street and it can be noisy, especially uh, during rush hour and things like that. And the occasional Friday and Saturday night can get a little bit rambunctious <laughs> downtown. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's awesome. I'm glad that that's um, all taken up there. So I would be interested. Like I always said, it would be too dangerous for me to live there because I would just be, I would live in. I'd be in your tasting room every day. Well, you can still do that. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> <laughs> and you want to talk about the tasting room, Mike? Some of the things yeah. we got going yeah, on? Yeah, that'd there. be great. Yeah, we've got um, a great tasting room lined up. We're in the very beginning stages of it right now. We've got eight draft beers, uh, mostly local brews, and then we're going to try and bring in the best of the best of the world. Um, we've got a little to-go cooler that you can go ahead and purchase beer to go. Uh, so we do on and off-premise sales there. And once we get our hard cider made, which will be our first product for the winery, we will definitely throw that on draft and have that to go as well. That's great. Uh, as we move along uh, in the fermentation process, we'll be doing some other wines, fruit wines, so like cherry wine, um, definitely grape wine, the French hybrids from Sycamore, and then uh, a few of the uh, heavy hitters from Washington, California, such as like Cabernet and Merlot. Okay. That's awesome. Uh, That's awesome. And then eventually we'll get into a little bit of meat making, but right now there's really nothing on the schedule other than cider. Yeah. Um, So the the cider has the quickest turnaround, and that's what we we really need to do is get some product out there. Yeah. Get our names. Well, once you guys start making that meat, I I will be a repeat customer because that, like I said, that's my my jam. So (laughs) Ed's made an apricot mead that's probably one of the tastiest things I've ever had. So I, I can't wait to do something like that, too. And I've had some good friends in the industry help me out. There's a winery in Omro, Wisconsin called Rushford. Okay. And I've known the owner of that winery for several years. So if I have any questions, I'm going to be calling him up or texting <laughs> him and emailing, where do I go with this next? Right. Um, certainly it helped me out quite a bit in the planning stages and some of the other aspects of the, the winery as, as we have it right now today. Speaking of that, um, I I'm also I also make lot, like to make a lot of phone calls and to you and ask you a lot of questions. My husband and I brew beer. My husband more so brews. I'm more of the sous chef. But um, we took our we tried to do cider for the first time this year, and um, it turned out okay. But bring it uh, in. Let's try. It. I know I'm a little afraid. <laughs> like I'm super intimidated. But I did. I had. I called Ed on like the day before Thanksgiving this year. Can you check your desk it? drawer? You it's sure you don't have it here? I did not, I did not keep it in my desk drawer. For emergencies um, only. Oh yeah, emergencies <laughs> only. Please don't break unless you need it. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, you guys are so great at like, I think I called you like the day before Thanksgiving frantic about my my cider and okay. you guys were very... You were very helpful. And, the busiest and, shopping day of the year. Yeah, and, and I'm like, um, do you have five minutes? Do you have five minutes to talk <laughs> to me? And you did. And I, just, I think that that is one of the things that you guys have always been so good at because whenever I call, you guys are always willing to take the time to, to talk to your customers. And that's how you guys build um, your repeat customers. And, um, you know, obviously, like my husband and I brew. But um, the, the way that started was I was very frantic on a Christmas Eve one year. Um, and well, when you should in, drink some mead. To be less frantic, yeah. Okay, or maybe less coffee. Um, <laughs> and I had so I was I realized I didn't have enough gifts for him, and I ended up going and getting a gift card at your at your store. That was like eight years ago, and um, so now I've built I've created a monster at this point. So at one point we had like seven hundred beers in our basement that he had created, but um, yeah. So thank you for um, having my husband's um, number one. <laughs> Creating my a monster, I guess, and creating his number one hobby. So, yeah, but you guys wonderful. have d- done that. I mean, you guys are really uh, well known in the community for being so knowledgeable and um, and taking care of your customers. And people want to come back and well, talk to you guys. Thank you. That's great to yeah. hear. Yeah, I really appreciate the comment on customer service because that's something that I, I, myself and uh, my father pride ourselves in. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If we don't do that, a brick and mortar shop doesn't stick around. So, yeah, absolutely, we really appreciate that comment. Yeah, of yeah. course. Um, so do you guys have any big plans for the holidays for homebrew? Like any holiday promotions or anything or? Not really. Um, the plans for the holidays are to take a day off on Christmas. <laughs> yep. <laughs> have something nice to do, uh, hang out with the family. Um, we were hoping to get our product out right around that time. So maybe, okay. maybe we'll have some hard cider to sell and that would be a, a great draw, but. Um, well, what do you think? Keep us posted I, so we can put it on, on yeah. our social media because that would be great stocking stuffers. A I big certainly will. I'll let you know. <laughs> we are still in the growth process. Uh, we just ordered a uh, another fermentation vessel. It's called a Bright Tank. It will allow us to carbonate our product in a tank, a large tank, and also hook up a glycol system, which will keep the product cold, making carbonating the product a little easier. And package right off of that bright tank, and that will help with the production and um, pull our product to market a little quicker. It's a growth process. When we first ordered the tanks for the business, I ordered them in March, and we did not receive them until August. So a lot of these um, products, these large fermentation tanks, the suppliers don't stock them. They take an order, they build it to specifications, and then the customer gets exactly what they want which can take time, but in the long run, it's that's what's really worth it, getting it done and doing it right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that, that's, I mean, doing it the right way is so important, right? Because otherwise you put a bad product out. And... Well, can't afford that. No, nope. can't, 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 <laughs> can't afford to be dumping the product down the drain. No way. Right. All right, Nate, are you ready for your famous question? Oh, I'm always something ready. we ask everybody. So um, if you guys were the kings of St. Charles for today, and you guys could rule jointly or you can rule separately, whatever you guys want, um, what would be your first proclamation and why? So, like, you know, it could be anything about, you know, if I were the king, I would be, I would make it so that there would be a sports sushi bar in That's downtown St. Charles. Yeah. That's my we're personal one. We're not one. really sure <laughs> what the sports sushi bar is. <laughs> we, we already know who the king of St. Charles is, but... I got that job. <laughs> day, I would just say mead for everyone. 
Need for what and all. Kind of like in the the Bud Light commercials, like dilly dilly. <laughs> no dilly dilly. No need dilly. for everyone. No need, need for, for one and all. Yeah. Like that one guy that right. gets put in the, the stock. Or, uh... Reverse the roles. <laughs> Reverse the roles. Yes. yes. Oh. And a nice mead for the gentleman in the Was corner. Is that the king of Rottingham? I think so, yes. <laughs> okay, I like that one. I, I can appreciate that one. I, I You got my vote for king if, if you, uh, if you go with it. one and all. I like <laughs> it too. Okay, so um, besides your own awesome store, um, what's your favorite thing about downtown St. Charles? I love all the, like, the restaurants and businesses we have in town. Um, I, I just really like our vibe. We've got a great little park up the street, St. Mary's Park. Good to walk around. Yeah. Uh, Potawatomi Park. You can walk in between the two across the bridge. Yeah. I, I, I love our town. I mm-hmm. moved here um, probably about eight years ago, and uh, I kind of I fell in love with St. Charles. I definitely called it my home pretty pretty shortly after I moved here, even though it was my home. But, you know, you, you got to get used to the area. Right. Oh, and um, St. Charles is amazing. There's just so much to do. Um, we've got a bunch of good... You know, sister towns too. Tri Cities are just fun. Yeah, we're so. really lucky, like to have so many like kind of thriving downtowns like next to each other. Like I think it's pretty special. I agree with uh, Mike just said. Like to uh, enhance on that, there's the variety and choice of the different establishments that you can attend or uh, go to and have a good time with folks for different things: fine dining, casual dining. New brewery just opened up in town, D&G, down mm-hmm. the street. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're doing some really good things over there. Uh, Alex is the owner, and I go and ask him questions about other aspects because he's been doing production brewery for, for quite a while. And believe it or not, the two industries do relate to each other, so a lot of the components are the same. <laughs> he comes in and um, gets advice, and I go over there and learn some things from him as well. So... Just the community and the people. Yeah, the community what, is what, great. What brings, what brings a lot of people down to this area. You like coming down here. There's entertainment on uh, the other side of the river. There's some really good entertainment with the Arcata and the House Pub. Mm-hmm. Uh, McNally's has Sunday, um, oh, I think it's Sunday morning or Saturday evening, Irish people, mm-hmm. folks doing folk singing. Yeah. They've got, yeah, they've got some authentic yeah. stuff up there, over there. Out, and out in the back, out in the courtyard. Oh, yeah, on the first street plaza. Wednesday and Friday music thing going on. STC Live. Yep, during the summer. Park in the summer on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really don't need to leave the town. I, I live downtown, and I don't even really need he a car doesn't. or anything. He doesn't have a car. Have <laughs> so nice. Really, because there's a grocery store. There's yeah, you got yeah. a blue goose right up the street. Yeah, so you, don't, you really don't have to. You could you could stay very small. Yeah. <laughs> and going back to what my father said about the community, the community is great. Um, we became friends with a lot of local business owners, and just it, it's just a good community all in yeah. all. Yeah. It's a good vibe. And it's really nice to hear you know that collaboration, guys. You know, with D and G, like that's that's really cool to hear. You know, we love hearing about collaboration between you know businesses and people working together. So hearing that is like it's like our dream. So <laughs> thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, yeah, DNG's been helpful to us. I'm sure we've been very helpful uh, to him. We, we're always borrowing stuff from each other, and we like we like Alex a lot. So. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say like uh, when I we went in there for drinks a couple months ago now. Yeah, that was the when Megan was leaving. Our intern was when she was leaving. Went in there when they had just opened, and they couldn't have said nicer things about how much you guys have helped them. So. It's like I said, music to our ears to hear um, to hear that that collaboration. And we'll be right back after this break.
Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Break Between the Podcast. This is Nate Went, your DSCP events and admin coordinator and your very best friend. Today's Break Between the Podcast is brought to you by all the free parking in downtown St. Charles. With over 1,000 spots available, coming downtown to finish up that last-minute Christmas shopping has never been easier. Be sure to stop by today. Let's get into some news and events information. The St. Patrick's Day Parade information is coming out after the new year, so be sure to watch for that. If you're interested in being a part of the parade and want to be on the email blast when we send out that information, feel free to contact us at info at downtownstcharles.org. We'll be sending out all the information to previous year entries, so if you're in the parade last year, uh, we'll be sending it to you, so be sure to check your email. As we enter the new year, we want to take this chance to welcome and congratulate new businesses that have started here in downtown St. Charles. It's exciting to see all the businesses that choose downtown St. Charles as their home and the, for the business of their dreams. But we also want to thank all the, the, the St. Charles businesses that have been here throughout the years, as well as the city of St. Charles and so many others for their support this year. We are very excited about the opportunities that await us in 2019 and can't wait to see what happens. That's all we have for the break. Thank you all again for listening. And from the DSP staff, we'd like to wish you a happy and safe holidays and a happy new year. So without further ado, let's get right back into the podcast. Okay, so you, we talked a little bit about um, how you guys, how long, how long you guys, I don't think we talked about that. How long have you guys been on Main Street? Been Since over 2001 is when he actually bought the business and moved it over. Yeah. Okay. The business has been in town since 1990 and always been on Main Street, except for the temporary year it was in Michael's house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's right across the street. And it's kind of right. funny because uh, you tell people, they call you on the phone, tell them, we're right across the street. And the first thing they do is look across the busy street. I don't see you there. I said, well, all you got to do is look west and then occasionally you'd get somebody say which way is west and uh, <laughs> well, not saying <laughs> but uh yeah they, they they found us they found us and we kept the shop going one thing that actually helped the shop with its current look and format was moving because we went from a fairly large space into a very tight efficient space and we created Fewer SKUs, uh, put emphasis on products that were what was really needed. So we lost a little bit of the fluff and clutter, and now it kind of transforms into what we have now. I took a merchandising system using slat wall and shelving, and it's very efficient because you can put product on a shelf, and then if there's a little room behind it, you've got the ability to hang up more product on the slat wall. So we were able to condense things and organize them so that it has a good flow and still doesn't take away from the tasting area and the winery production. So maybe it was kind of a good thing that to have the, the short, you had to learn efficiencies almost. Everything has its reasons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the universe has its way. Yeah, so I was looking on your guys' website. You know, I saw there's kind of like a Q&A on how to brew and stuff like that. So I was wondering if you guys, have you guys planned on having like any workshops or, you know, I do you guys like sell any like books or like uh, brewing kits that people can pick up there or anything? Or? Absolutely. Um, brewing kits and, and books are the introduction to the hobby. Right. Um, 
So we've got two different brewing kits on sale and multiple different starter books. Um, we also do a beer class um, okay. on Sunday mornings, and we'll we'll start those back up in January. We're Ooh. just too busy this month to do do any. Um, our beer class, we basically go through a whole batch of beer right right there in front of you. We'll have beer in multiple stages of completion, and we'll do the the uh, bulk of the brew, which is boiling the wort, um, okay. right in front of you there. And, and so it's do they get like that? Person, oh, sorry, and <laughs> we we uh, offer you know, 10% off anything you want to purchase that day. And you get a really good understanding of how to brew beer. Most, most, um, customers that take the class are ready to go. Takes away all, the intimidation. In that. Right. Yeah, it really does. The, cl- the classes are by appointment, random dates. We don't have a set schedule. It's not every third Sunday. You know, it all depends on, uh, if we can fill the class because I, w- I want to have a good group there. We don't want to make it too big. You know, we limit it to about six people. And also, by the end of the by the end of the class, you know you're going to have a good understanding of what you're doing as far as brewing. I always recommend, though, if someone is going to get into the hobby and start brewing beer, do one on your own first, so that you have questions specific to your needs, and that you'll get a little more out of the class if you uh, have a little experience with it versus coming in cold. Okay. Where can people um, like find that? Do you guys post it on Facebook or on your website when you have a class? That's on the website. Website. And that's uh, homebrewshopltd.com. Yeah. So, you know, if, if someone were to come into the store and, you know, say they you know were someone that likes, uh, you know, white wine, you know, what would be like a recommendation from you guys? Well, currently we only have a, a few white wines to um, taste. They're not actually made by us. Okay. Okay. Uh, but we would definitely try and find, you, you know, the, the perfect wine for the customer. Once we get the majority of our product going, we'll, we will actually have a taste that the customer can do and they can find what wine they, right. they like the best. We'll also try and recommend, hey, this wine will go good with, you know, pasta, seafood, stuff like that. Right. Oh, that's so great. Like a, a definitely yeah. Gonna try and, yeah, we're going to try and pair it, make it, make it a good experience for the yeah. customer. So taking kind of their, you know, what they're looking for, like flavor, you know, what they're kind of looking to pair it with and be like, okay, this is what you guys want. The, so. That would be the direction we would uh, send them in. Currently, Terrific. we have two whites and two reds uh, purchased from a distributor for our house wine. Okay. Uh, we serve that $5 per glass on site or if you want to take it home and enjoy it it's uh, nine dollars a bottle okay awesome great good deal and they're all good i tried them all (laughs) (laughs) not at once quality control yeah i get it gotta see oh is this one poison nope all right i'll get it (laughs) (laughs) just making sure they're not poison that used to be somebody's job um like back in like the medieval times that was literally someone to make sure everyone was afraid of getting poisoned the royal food taster yeah there's literally a royal food because everyone's afraid for everyone (laughs) need for all talked about your holiday themed drinks so um can you tell us just a little bit about your store hours and where people can find you guys and everything like that yeah we're at 225 west main street uh, on the corner of third street and route 64 right downtown st charles we're closed on mondays open tuesday through friday 11 to 7 saturdays 10 to 4 and sundays noon to 4 once we get the tasting room kind of fully rolling uh, we will extend the uh uh, weekend Friday hours, Saturday hours, okay. Uh, probably closer to nine uh, p.m. and try and have a good little uh, either after dinner or before dinner kind of spot to come, uh, do a taste, do grab a beer, and then after dinner you can come by. You can grab a, a six pack to go or one of our high end craft That's beers to go. So 
we're, we're trying to really become that kind of place that, that you would go before or after dinner um, in, in the area when we stay open those later hours. That's Very awesome. Cool. That's awesome. We uh, <laughs> actually, so remember we had, you guys came to our Kaiser and Bender event. Yes. Um, for our marketing that we did for a lot of our downtown businesses. And they had the nicest things to say about you guys because they went in and like walked into your store and they were like, I think they got it. They got it. Okay. And so I just, that's even like just quite, kind of cooler to hear. Well, that's because we've attended many of your wonderful yeah, we seminars. Have, <laughs> we, <laughs> a lot. Um, do we, for, we kind of twist your arm sometime and force mm-hmm. you into coming things, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as you bring coffee and donuts. Yeah, that's where, where, where that. No. We only provide water today. We were, so uh, okay. 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 So awesome. You know, um, there's a grocery store down the street called the Blue Goose. They have oh, some pretty there? good stuff. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. we'll make sure we get that next <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else you guys wanted to touch on before we wrap up the No, we'd just like to say, you know, thanks for having us uh, aboard yeah. today and uh, you know, enjoyed our time with you. Yeah, that was wow. pretty painful. We did as well. So <laughs> all right, get, so get excited um, for hard cider and wine. Yeah. yeah. Hey Mike, what's your hashtag? Uh, we've got a lot, but <laughs> one of my favorites is, hey, man, there's a beverage here. Uh, hashtag, hey, man, there's a beverage here. I've been kind of taking over that hashtag. We also have an Instagram, at uh, Broken Bricks Tasting Room. Um, that's B-R-I-X. Well, that is all the time we have here for on the show today. So we will see you next time on What's Up? Downtown.